Welcome to Aligned Fitness, the podcast dedicated to empowering women on their journey to becoming the best versions of themselves. I'm your host, Hallie Hobday, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative adventure with you. Here at Aligned Fitness, we believe that fitness is more than just a physical movement. It's a powerful vehicle that can absolutely drive positive change in every corner of your life. Join me as we explore how fitness can elevate you, not only physically, but mentally, financially, and spiritually too. This podcast is all about aligning your body, mind, and soul to create a fulfilling life. Whether you're just starting your fitness journey or you're looking to take your progress to the next level, Align Fitness is your compass for holistic growth. So get ready to sweat, smile, and step into your power. Let's journey together towards a life that's aligned in every way. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Fitness Podcast. It is your host, Coach Hallie Hobday. And today, you guys, we're talking about one of your biggest fears, one of your biggest fears that you are so deathly afraid of. And it is about the scale and what to do when the scale goes up. When you step on the scale and you see that you've actually gained weight, what should you do? I know that this is a huge fear for a lot of us. And you guys, I've talked about this on the podcast before of like how much the scale used to impact me and like how scared I used to be of weighing myself and it was horrible. And so in this episode, I want to talk about exactly what you should do when you step on the scale and you see that the scale has gone up. So if you guys struggle with weighing yourself, you struggle with your relationship with the scale. Whenever you step on the scale, you get anxiety or you just feel really discouraged. This episode is going to be for you ladies because I used to be stuck in this mindset for a very long time. And I've shown or I've shared my story about this on the podcast before. You guys can go back and watch that episode um, after this. But in this episode, we'll be talking more about like action steps that you should take if you notice that the scale has gone up. And so before you get your panties in a twist, because I know you're stressed out if the scale goes up, before freaking out and saying, oh, I need to do more cardio. I'm not going to eat dinner. I need to restrict myself. Let me actually tell you why the scale has gone up because most of the time like 99% of the time it's just water retention so you're getting your panties in a twist and you're freaking out so much about water like you're literally getting so upset about water now if the scale has been like consistently going up for the past few months or the past few years and like you haven't you know been able to lose weight then that's another story but if you're, i'm talking about like you step on the on the scale and it's up like 1 to 3 pounds overnight or like 1 to 3 pounds in 1 week that is just water retention so i want to get into some of the different reasons why the scale has fluctuated cuz here's i'll actually lay the story of what usually happens so you started your weight loss journey and you're really excited to start losing weight because you don't feel confident in your body. And then you start this new program. You start, you know, working out, you start eating healthy. Maybe you're doing like some sort of diet and you're doing more cardio. And then after like one to two weeks of doing that, you step on the scale and it's up like two pounds and you're like, what the heck? Like this isn't even working. And then you get discouraged and then you feel like a failure and then you want to give up on yourself. And then you compare yourself to other people that you're following online. And then you just throw in the towel and think, well, this isn't working anyway. I'm just going to binge eat. Like 
if this story sounds familiar, if you guys are watching this live, you can just say me in the comments. If this story sounds familiar, then this episode is going to be for you, sis. So again, let's talk about like some of the reasons why the scale fluctuates because sometimes, especially when you start a new program, some clients that I coach do experience a little bit of water retention the first few weeks because your body is inflamed and, you know, just healing from your workouts, especially if this is like a brand new lifestyle for you and you haven't really done uh, intense workouts like this before. Sometimes you're going to have some water retention in the first few weeks of your fitness journey. That doesn't mean that it's not working. It doesn't mean that you just gained body fat. It literally just means that your body is holding on to more water right now. And all you have to do is just continue staying consistent. So water retention will happen every day. It will happen every hour of every day. And it's never going to go away. Because I remember I had this conversation with um, someone a while back and she was saying, well, you know, I just can't wait until like I get to the point in my fitness journey where I just don't have water retention anymore and I just only lose body fat. Sis, that's not going to happen. Even if you're an experienced lifter, you've been on your fitness journey for many years, you've lost, you know, a good amount of weight, you're never not going to see the weight fluctuations. You're never not going to struggle with water retention. Like even my body, I hold on to water too. Like that is part of being a human because your body is made up of mostly water. Up to 60% of your body is just water. So we're getting so upset about water retention. So here I actually came up with nine things off the top of my head. And this isn't even all the reasons you guys, but nine reasons why your scale is fluctuating and why the, why the scale might've gone up. So number one is obviously water retention. And so here are some of the things that actually impact this. Number one thing, that impacts water retention is your stress levels. So if you are so freaking stressed out and you don't do anything to take care of your stress levels and your mental health and you're just stressed all the time, you're going to be more inflamed and your body's cortisol is going to go up. And guess what? You're holding on to more water. So who here, like maybe you are on a fitness journey and you feel like you're doing everything right, but you just feel super like inflamed and just stressed out and you just can't seem to lose weight. It's likely because you are not doing anything to take care of your stress levels, which is why taking care of our mindset and our mental health is such a huge part of aligned fitness because you could be doing everything right. But if your like body is in this just like heightened state, like fight or flight mode every single day, you're not doing anything to like take care of your mental health. You're not taking breaks. You're going to still struggle to lose weight. And so you need to be taking care of your stress. It is very important. So what this looks like and what we do in um, the Aligned Fitness program, we're actually doing a fun little self-responsibility challenge this month in October. If you're my client, you guys know we have a cute little challenge going on. And on this challenge, it's a 30-day challenge, and we're just doing little tasks to um, take care of our mental health. So like yesterday, um, it was taking five minutes of just mindfulness, just do some deep breathing. Because like we're we're always go, 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 especially I know a lot of you guys listening to this are moms, or you're working full time, or you're running a business, or you got kids, and you have a lot on your plate. And so it's really easy to just let your own mental health and your own needs go off to the side and you just think, well, I don't have time to do a morning routine. I don't have time to do this. You do have the time. You just don't make the time to do it. And a morning routine or do practicing mindfulness doesn't need to be like 
you know, a whole hour long thing where you wake up at 3am and you do all these rituals and you don't have to do that. It can simply be waking up 10 minutes earlier than what you do now and just starting your day with like, you know, a meditation or practicing gratitude and writing down affirmations or whatever that looks like for you. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it, but you need to be doing something to take care of your mental health and and your stress levels. And working out and exercise is one of the best things to do this, like the best things you can do for your mental health. So yes, that should be included in your routine. You should be exercising consistently and you should be moving your body. But I also think that you should be doing something outside of the gym too, on top of that, if you really want to improve your mental health and lower your stress levels. So yes, I go to the gym. And yes, I encourage people to go to the gym. Obviously, that's my job as a fitness coach. That's what we do in Aligned Fitness. But I also encourage I also encourage my clients and all of you guys listening that, to this to also have something outside of the gym that helps you lower and manage your stress levels. Like you need to have both, in my opinion. I don't just go to the gym and not do like a morning routine or anything. I do both. And that's how you can really manage your stress and help with that extra water retention. So that's the first first uh, reason of why the scale might have gone up. The second reason is, and this is for all my ladies out here, we all experience this, you're on or near your period. Um, I don't think a lot of women know that on your period, you're going to gain weight on the scale. Like that's just what happens. And it's not body fat, you guys. So I want to make one thing clear. And I'm sure you guys have like you, you, you actually know this after listening to this podcast right now. But weight gain on the scale does not always mean fat gain. In fact, most of the time, it just means water retention. And I've said water retention like 50 million times in this podcast episode. Um, take a shot every time I say water retention and you'll be drunk by the end of this episode. Um, but anyways, so you're on our menstrual cycle. Your body is going to hold on to more water, okay? And you're going to feel more stressed. You're going to feel like a little more on edge. Um, we actually did a live stream or training in our uh, client group yesterday. We have a new coach on the Align. Actually, we have two new coaches on the Align Fitness team. Uh, coach Molly, she is a thyroid and hormonal specialist. Um, and she's in our group now. And so we actually did a live training on this in our uh, private client group yesterday. And she talked all about menstrual cycles and how to, you know, just have a better menstrual cycle. Like if you guys struggle with like super intense PMS symptoms and you have like very intense, like heavy periods, I wouldn't say that normal. Like something could be wrong. Like, yes, that week you're going to feel maybe a little bit tired, but like it shouldn't be a week where you absolutely are hating your life and you're in so much pain. Like that could be an underlying issue. So we talked about how much your nutrition can impact your menstrual cycle um, and like what foods you should be eating during that week. So if you're my client and you guys didn't catch that training, go catch the replay in our private client group because that was super informative, very helpful. And Coach Molly is very uh, knowledgeable in this area. Um, but if you're on or near your period, expect the scale to go up and don't get discouraged that it's up. It's literally like, literally just because you're more bloated and you're holding on to more water during this week. It is so normal for clients to even gain up to like five pounds on the scale of water weight during that week. But guess what? It goes right back down after you are off your period. 
Okay, so that's number two. Now, third reason why the scale might have gone up is because you're not sleeping enough. So what does sleep have to do with water retention? Well, like I mentioned earlier, if your body is stressed out, you're going to be holding on to more water. So if you're not sleeping enough, usually that stresses your body out. Like if you're only getting five to six hours of sleep, your body could be very stressed out and you could be holding on to more water retention. So always make sure you're shooting to get those eight hours. I think it's very, very important. I have, I do have some clients that just really do not have the time to get eight hours and because of their work schedule, but I just really encourage them like just get as much sleep as you can. It is very important because that's when your body is like fully recovering and we can like literally go insane and it's very bad for your health if you're not getting enough sleep. And you guys have probably heard that, but getting your eight hours is very importante. Okay, so fourth thing, fourth reason why the scale might have gone up is your caffeine intake. I don't think people know this, but caffeine uh, dehydrates your body. So if you're, you know, having those, uh, you're having like two to three coffees in the morning and then you need an energy drink or you're just, you know, drinking a lot of caffeine, your body is dehydrated and you're likely going to be holding on to more water because of that. And don't get me wrong. I'm an iced coffee girly. My people know this. I love my iced coffee, but I really try to have either like one iced coffee or one energy drink in one day. If I have an iced coffee in the morning and an energy drink in the afternoon, like, you know, that was a rough day for me. I try not to do that as much as I can. Like it's either one or the other. Or if I do end up getting a uh, energy drink, I try to just drink half of it. But caffeine dehydrates you. So if you feel bloated and you feel like you're holding on to more water, this is one of the things I will ask clients, like, how's your caffeine intake? Because if you are consuming a lot of caffeine, your body's dehydrated and you got to be drinking a lot more water. And so just try to limit it. You guys, I think like sometimes we can use it as a crutch and feel like, I don't know, almost becomes a habit of like, Oh, I just need that energy drink. And then you just get in the habit of like constantly be like drinking caffeine. And like, I just don't think it's healthy for you to be consuming so much caffeine. Like, again, I don't think anything is wrong with like having one energy drink or like a coffee in the morning. But if you are like, you know, constantly drinking caffeine all day long, and you need caffeine to get through your day, I would more look at like your stress levels. What's your nutrition like? How's your sleep? Because if you have a balanced diet full of nutrients and you're getting eight hours of sleep and you're moving your body and taking care of yourself, you will likely, well, your energy levels are going to increase naturally and you might not even need so much caffeine. Um, I have gone to the point where like in the morning, I'm like, I need my coffee, but some days I don't drink coffee. And yes, I'm like super tired in the morning, but then I get, you know, I just get up and get moving and then my body just is awake naturally. So I feel like we don't necessarily need it. I think it's just like, a cultural thing where like we all as humans are like we need our coffee and it just becomes a habit but I don't know I just really try to limit my caffeine because it can definitely cause more water retention okay next reason why the scale might have gone up is alcohol next thing we're gonna talk about is alcohol and you guys know that alcohol used to be my downfall I've shared my story on this uh, podcasts a lot and I've posted my transformation and things everywhere. So you guys know alcohol was my downfall. And not only is alcohol basically empty calories, it is also a diuretic, meaning that it does dehydrate you just like caffeine does. So if you're pairing the two, like you're living off caffeine during the week and then you're drinking on the weekend, 
your body is just it's it's going downhill okay it's super dehydrated and if you're pairing that with a processed diet and you're not drinking enough water like it's no wonder you feel like crap every day and like don't get me wrong I don't think anything is wrong with like having a glass of wine here and there but if you are drinking like every single day or like you need that glass of wine every single night in order to like fall asleep or just you know lower your stress levels again let's look into some more mindful activities that are going to help with your stress because if you're turning to alcohol and food to cope with your emotions that's not healthy and that's not going to be something that will actually help you and again if you struggle with alcohol i could do a whole podcast on alcohol because i was a heavy drinker i'm not talking about like oh let's just like have a shot with the girls like no i was getting blacked out you guys blacked out like almost every weekend and i needed alcohol to feel confident and i was like this is when i was a little chunky i was a little overweight like a few years ago i wasn't confident in my body i was so shy growing up for most of my life and drinking alcohol was the only time where I felt confident in who I was because I was drunk and you just don't care what people think. And so it just came became a habit where before every event, like every party, every social event, every outing, going out with friends, like I had to be extremely drunk. I could not show up to a party sober. Like I was pre-gaming the pre-game to be very drunk by the time we got to whatever event we were going to. And it just became a habit for me. And so again, alcohol is not only empty calories like there's no health benefits to drinking alcohol you're literally just chugging thousands and hundreds of calories down with like no purpose and like it's not helping you in any way but it also dehydrates you so if like you weigh yourself on monday and you know that you went out drinking that weekend and you're like oh my god why is the scale up you're likely just dehydrated and your body is holding on to more water so if you are going to drink alcohol drink responsibly know your limits and i tell my clients to have a glass of water with every alcoholic beverage Hey girl, if you're getting value from the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Please share your insights, your thoughts, or your aha moments by screenshotting this episode. Share it to your Instagram story and tag me at HallieJuneFit. It would mean the world to me to keep spreading the message of Align Fitness to even more incredible women just like yourself. When I was super heavy drinking, I would like purposely not drink water because I thought that I would uh, get more drunk if I didn't drink water. Like that's how bad it was, you guys. It was bad. It was embarrassing. Um, But I'm always super honest and transparent on this podcast with you guys. Uh, And I've learned the hard way that like alcohol is not going to help you. um, And you need to be drinking even more water when you are drinking. And if you are going to be drinking you know, more often look at cutting back on that. Cause like when I cut back on the alcohol, I'm not saying you need to cut it out completely. If you want to, that's amazing. I have not completely cut out alcohol, but I'm way more responsible with it. Now I do not go out for the intent of getting blacked out. Like that is no longer my intention. I will maybe have a glass or two of like a drink or some wine here and there, but like, that's pretty much it for me. And like no more getting blacked out. It's just not helpful at all. Um, So that's the, was that the sixth reason? I think that was the sixth reason why the scale goes up for you, why the scale has gone up. The next reason is the types of food that you are consuming. So 
if you like, here's the thing, you guys, it's one thing to hit your macros and your calories, but it's another thing to actually hit those macros and calories with whole nutrient dense foods. Because if you are fueling your body with a bunch of processed, like frozen foods, canned foods, whatever, things that are like not natural, and you could still be hitting your macros, but you could be feeling like crap, your digestion is off, you're holding on to more water, and the scale goes up because of like all of those processed foods in your system. Um, that's why I always tell my clients to follow the 80-20 rule. So 80% is for the whole nutrient-dense foods and 20% is for the fun stuff. And notice how I didn't say 100% of your diet needs to be perfect and clean because like we're human. I don't think that's realistic for us to never, ever go out to eat and never consume processed foods, but you want to keep it to a limit because even if you're hitting your macros and your calories, but again, like most of that food is coming from processed junk food or frozen meals, you're likely going to be more bloated and holding on to more water. So look at the types of food that you are consuming. Next reason that the scale might've gone up, you stepped on the scale and it's up three pounds or one pound is did you just come back from a trip? Have you been traveling? You guys, I when we came back from Mexico, this is actually funny. And I, I laugh about it. I gained 11 pounds in one week <laughs> coming back from Mexico. And I obviously was not tracking macros. And I was you know, we were having fun. I had some drinks, we were going out. I wasn't I did get my workouts in, which I'm very proud of, but we were traveling and I was on vacation. So if you like come back from a vacation or a trip and the scale went up, you have to realize that it's more, it's just water retention from the alcohol that you had, from the atypical foods you were having, from the travel, just the stress of like, traveling like when you're on vacation you're likely not sleeping as much you're likely not moving your body as much you're not on your usual routine maybe you're a little stressed out from like if it was a very long trip like your body is just going to be inflamed and you're going to be holding on to more water like again i was up 11 pounds in one week when we came back from mexico and obviously like stepping on the scale and seeing that i was like oh shit, okay but i realize and know that it's just water retention and as soon as you go back into your normal routine the water just comes off like there's nothing you have to do you don't have to do a detox or like extra cardio or you know an hour on the elliptical to sweat out the extra calories like that doesn't actually do anything all you need to do is go back to your regular routine and what I did when we came back from that trip the only thing I did was jump right back into my macros right back into my routine I did not restrict myself I didn't do a low carb diet or a detox or anything you just go literally back to your routine and it takes maybe like a week week and a half and then the water retention is down again so like that is the thing you guys is your body's always going to be fluctuating so if you just got back from a trip and you're freaking out because the scale went up that's normal you're always going to hold on to more water if you just got back from traveling um and then last reason why the scale might be up and again this isn't all the reasons but these are the most common ones um the last one is did you eat a meal late at night and not because because this is a myth, you guys, and I get this question a lot, like, does it matter what time of day you eat your food? Like, what if you eat super late? And like, that has nothing to do with if you're going to lose body fat or not. But if you eat a really late dinner, you're literally not giving your body time to digest that meal. So when you wake up and you weigh yourself, you still got food in your stomach. So guess what? Food has weight and you're going to weigh more on the scale. It doesn't mean that you are holding on to body fat 
and you gained body fat overnight, it takes time to gain body fat too. You don't just gain, you know, 10 pounds of body fat in one night. It takes months and weeks and years of bad habits that compound over time to gain body fat. But if you ate a really, you know, you ate a big meal late at night, you're going to weigh more in the morning. You didn't fully digest that meal. Like that's why the scale went up. And so I typically eat my dinners. Honestly, I eat dinner pretty late just because... I get distracted during my day sometimes if I'm like super, you know, focused on doing work stuff. And then I'm like, well, shit, I still have to eat my dinner. And then it's like 8 p.m. and I'm eating my dinner. And it's just uh, the only reason I don't recommend doing that isn't because you're going to gain body fat. Because if you're in a deficit, you're going to lose weight no matter what, no matter what time of day that you eat. It just comes down to your overall caloric intake. But the only reason I don't recommend eating late at night is because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to go to bed with a full belly because you're like laying down and you have this huge belly like you just ate this huge meal. It's just uncomfortable and it doesn't really it's not optimal for your digestion. So that's the only reason why I recommend um, not eating dinner super late. Now, I know it just depends on your schedule. And if you guys like depending on your work schedule or what you got to do, sometimes we do have to eat dinner really late. And I do sometimes, but that doesn't mean you're just going to gain more body fat because you're eating really late. Like that's a myth. You can still lose body fat and eat dinner late at night. It just might be uncomfortable to go to bed with full belly with the full tummy. Um, so those are the nine reasons why the scale might have gone up and realize or I hope you guys realize that nowhere in those reasons did I say you gained three pounds of body fat overnight. And now you just ruined your progress because usually that's what you guys think. But now that you know all of these reasons why next time you step on the scale and you see that it's gone up overnight or it's fluctuated up a few pounds, you need to run through this list. How's your stress, your sleep, your caffeine intake, your alcohol intake? Did you just come back from a trip? Are you on or near your period? Did you eat super late at night? Like run through all of those things. And I guarantee you, you're doing at least one of these things that I mentioned. And so instead of getting super emotional and thinking, I just ruined all my progress. And then you just like want to give up on yourself. Now you're actually being... Um, analytical instead of like super emotional you're actually running through like the science of how our body works and how water is stored in our bodies and why and then it's not so much of like this huge like discouraging event that happens when you see the scale go up it's just like okay well yeah I'm holding on to more water I've been a little bit more on edge lately or, oh yeah, I'm starting my period next week. Like that's probably why. And then it takes all of those crazy emotions out of it. And then your fitness journey just becomes way more enjoyable. And it's not this like constant battle and roller coaster of emotions every time you step on the scale, because you guys have to realize that the scale is just another form of data. That's really it. It's not the only way to measure and track your progress. That's why, again, in Aligned Fitness, I just was talking about this on the last episode I did. We track our progress in many different ways. So your progress photos, measurements, your strength in the gym, like we actually track the weights that we're using. Um, how your clothes are fitting, your energy levels. Are you feeling less stressed? Are you sleeping better? Like those are all other areas that you want to be measuring your progress to. So sometimes I'll talk to some of you guys and I'll be like, oh, like, how's your progress going? And you, some of you will say, well, I'm not really sure. Like, sis, why aren't you tracking anything? Like that's the way to ensure that you're on the right path. I know like sometimes we avoid the scale because you don't want to see the number, but like 
I don't think avoiding the scale is doing anything to help with your fear of the scale. Cause I did that for so many years. I would run and hide from my problems. I ran away from the scale. I refused to weigh myself. I lied and said that I didn't care, but then that was not doing anything to help with the scale. So I see this happen a lot as you guys will, because you're so afraid to step on the scale, you will avoid it for like months or even years. And then when you step on the scale and you haven't weighed yourself in so long, it's like this huge drastic event. Cause you're like, what the heck? I didn't know I weighed this much. And like, if you had been weighing yourself consistently, you would have seen like, Hey, the number's going up. Maybe I need to change something. Maybe I should do you know, a program, maybe I should actually switch up my caloric intake. And then you would have actually solved the problem instead of avoiding it. And then all of a sudden, it's like the worst event of your entire life. And you've gained 30 pounds, and you had no idea, like, it's just not worth it, you guys. That's why I just say if you do struggle with weighing yourself to weigh yourself more often, because you're going to start to notice the trends, you're going to start to notice that, okay, yeah, when I'm on my period, I gain about two to three pounds, and you're going to realize that that's water retention, or you'll notice, okay, I didn't sleep as much or I'm really stressed out. And I noticed that when I'm stressed out, I have more water retention. And then you start to actually look at the data and the science instead of blaming yourself and feeling discouraged and going through this whole thing. So another reason why I recommend weighing yourself more often if you struggle with the scale is because again, like I mentioned, guys, your weight is going to go up and down every day. It's very rare that you actually it will be impossible that you stay the same exact weight every single hour, every single day of the entire week. Like sometimes my weight will fluctuate by like four pounds in one week because of the water retention. And so if you are only weighing yourself like once a week, once a month, once every two weeks, you step on the scale and you're like, what the heck? I gained two pounds. I've been doing, I've been so consistent. I don't understand. If you had actually weighed yourself every day, you would have seen that you actually did hit a new low the past two weeks, but you happen to weigh yourself on a high day. And so then you get so emotional and you freak out and you want to give up, but you're freaking out for no reason. Cause like you're on the right path. You just happen to weigh yourself on a day that your weight you had more water retention that day because of one of the reasons I just talked about. So this is how you guys can actually heal your relationship with the scale and overcome your fear of the scale is just to view your weight as just another form of data and realize all of the reasons how your body holds on to more water and why. And then you're instead of being emotional, you're actually understanding the science behind why the scale goes up and water retention and all of those things. So that is the end of this podcast episode. I hope you guys got value from this. Um, If you want to check out more episodes, it is Aligned Fitness on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you so much, you guys for tuning in and I will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Aligned Fitness. I hope the insights and inspiration shared today will guide you towards becoming the best version of yourself. Remember, the journey to alignment is ongoing and every step you take matters. If you found value in today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback fuels my mission to empower more women on their fitness journey. Stay connected with me on social media at HallieJuneFit, where I continue the conversation and share additional tips for growth in your life. And as always, keep aligning your body, your mind, and your soul as you pursue a life of fulfillment and empowerment. Until next time, keep shining bright and stay aligned.